Hallelujah. So please Amen. invite a friend and the family and tell them that Emmanuel prayer line has been uh, ongoing now. The program has started and we are here to share the word of God, to be able to move into a terrain that by the grace of God, we can win. Hallelujah. The abundant life. Amen. A lot of Amen. people talk about the effects of abundant life, but we don't talk about the roots how abundant life comes into being and some of these programs that we began in january february uh, has been mostly to deal with the root cause sometimes we set up clearing the land you know making sure that everything that is in in way in a way will be cleared out by the grace of god and now more or less like we are trying to map out and set up uh, um, uh, boundaries and dimensions and and from there we'll go to digging of the foundations and all that and after that there we start the laying of brick, uh, bricks and blocks and all and putting mortars in place and <laughs> and we keep building so by the time we get to somewhere in the middle of the year we are way up there hallelujah maybe at a little mm -hmm. level or maybe at a roofing level i don't know where the spirit of god will lead us but hey we are prepared for anything and all that he wants us to have in the name of jesus christ hallelujah mm -hmm. amen Amen. How many of you are happy to be here tonight? I can't see any of your faces, so uh, you have to show me by a sign. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. On Wednesday, by the grace of God, we started dealing with some striking um, situation with the spirit of luck. One of the things that the Lord drew my attention to that place was from Proverbs 22, Proverbs 22, verse, uh, verse 6 and 7. And the Bible says that he, anyone, anyone who borrows from somebody, automatically you become a servant or a slave to that person, according to the scripture. And therefore, the Bible has called us to be priests and kings and queens in the hand of the master and therefore we are not supposed to be in the position of borrow though we realize that a child of god can be in the place of lack but it shouldn't be that you should remain in that place so on sunday we gave up a couple of scriptures to help us to understand the need to rise up hallelujah by the grace of god those of you who didn't get it the sunday message is ready so when we finish the service you go uh, on spotify i think and then go and see if you can find it hallelujah in, in no time mm -hmm. by god's grace us my brother will get a time we'll be going on live we'll be doing youtube stuff by god's grace so um uh, please, when it comes, I want you to support as best as possible by sharing the link. You just copy the link, send it to somebody. Let them play. Hallelujah. It can be of a blessing to somebody. Yeah, it can be a blessing to somebody. So um, as many people, uh, let me share it with you. I told you about one testimony regarding one of my, uh, uh, my former bosses who uh, called me in one of the meetings we were having a meeting and all of a sudden the boss called and sent a message uh, he called i couldn't pick up so he sent a message and spoke to me and said that listen uh the message that you preached about time uh, my brother it is amazing message and it's one of the few um, messages i have listened to that i can feel that i'm blessed and this is a man this is a very detailed man you know 
and for him to be able to say words like that, he, he hardly praises. He hardly praises. <laughs> the only two times that he has actually praised me. <laughs> One when when I launched my first book, and then and then this message too, you know. Uh, and I thank God he sometimes comes to listen to whatever we have. Sometimes he, he knows what we carry by the grace of God. And I want to say this, that by God's grace, we are gradually fulfilling our mandate as a body of Christ or through Emmanuel Christian Assembly. It was today that the Spirit of God reminded me because at the moment we are touching 32 countries. Hallelujah. We are touching 32 countries at the moment. And these 32 countries are more or less like the top of the crop, if I can put it that way. From America to Africa, we, we, we are touching most of the major countries. We are, we are touching from America about how many states last time that we, we said we were touching. We had a couple of states that were touching about uh, 10 or 12 states that we were touching by the grace of God with what we're going on here. Hallelujah. And this shows that our mandate saying that the gospel, the full gospel to the whole world is actually coming to pass. When we are only two years or old, two years old? Yes, two years old. So I, I thank God for the privilege of the internet. And so these words that is going on, I want you to realize that it is blessing people. I didn't know. A, a strange lady also sent me a message on, uh, I think on Wednesday afternoon or either Wednesday morning and shared that she listened to one of our messages and the Lord spoke to her that among the, oh, I, I don't know whether to say it, Because if I say it, it might feel like I'm boasting, and I don't want to use, I don't want it to feel like that. Among the mess, among the pastors that she has listened online with the various pastors, uh, the teachings that she got from what she heard from Spotify is unique. Let me put it that way. That one is generic. It's unique. So to me, I feel that by the grace of God, we are heading somewhere. And we need Amen. one another to connect to each other so that by the grace of God, the word that is coming out of this pulpit can bless the lives of people, especially the body of Christ, especially Amen. the body of Christ, those who are in the kingdom of God, those who have called themselves as Christian, Christ-like people. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. And so Amen. today... One of the things I want us to deal with, which we started from Sunday and we dealt with it uh, deeply uh, in prayer, binding the spirit behind us, that thing, that is the spirit of insufficiency. That is the spirit of lack. And that is what we did on last uh, Wednesday. We broke the back of the spirit of lack. So now I want to draw your attention to the root cause. So breaking the back and now the root, whatever is left underground that we can't see, will begin to deal with those matters and then break it by the grace of God, remove it and have our freedom to walk in the abundance. How many of you agree with me to want to walk in the abundance of life? Amen. Oh, come, on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody, you are on the platform. You were discussing with somebody 
and encouraging the person that the Lord will come through for us. Amen. You were talking to the opposite sex and you were telling the person that the Lord will come through for us. So let's keep believing and praying. Amen. Hallelujah. And Amen. let me share with you this thing. One of the things that the Lord wants to use to bless you and to bring you out of that place of insufficiency or inadequacy is what we're going to teach today. Hallelujah. Because the Bible Amen. says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, the scripture says that all scriptures are breathed out by God to profit as a prophet for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So everything that we're going to be teaching here, by the grace of God, according to the, uh, the account of Timothy, it is going to be used to benefit us. It's going to be profitable. It's going to help us to understand the places where we are not having enough. Why is there lacking in our life? And then we will see the position where God has positioned us. I think we have to start from that place where God has positioned. And then we begin to work our way backwards and see where we can come out of that thing what is making the situation not viable for us so today i want to talk about the root cause of insufficiency hallelujah Amen. the bible says in second corinthians chapter three second corinthians chapter three second corinthians chapter three verse 4 to 6 chapter 3 verse 4 to 6 the bible says that such is the confidence that we have through jesus christ towards god please listen to the words carefully i'm taking the english standard version and maybe when i finish i might take even if it is possible i may take uh, the king james version says so, such is the confidence that we have through Christ towards God. The Bible is speaking in present tense to help us to understand that you and I, where we stand, is a place of confidence. And our confidence is not found in our ability or our capacity to do anything by ourselves, but rather through Christ, Jesus, who is our Lord and personal Savior, who bought us or gave us access to the Father. And this confidence, it is towards God that we know that in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we approach God, we have this confidence in us even now that we are able to access him to provide for us. Amen. The scripture continued by saying that not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God. I thank God that my sufficiency is not coming from me. Neither is it coming from my wife or my children. Neither Amen. will it come from my in-laws or my outlaws, but rather my sufficiency is from God, the Most High, Amen. who has made us sufficient to be the ministers 
of a new covenant. When the Bible talked about, Jesus says that, oh, you take this communion element as a new covenant which I am establishing with you. And this covenant, every one of us, we have the right to access the covenant through Jesus Christ. So that whatever sufficiency that is in God, the Bible says that the Lord himself has made us sufficient to be ministers of that, of that covenant. Amen. Not of the latter by saying that I'm just reading as a, a minister of the word and I use the scriptures. No, no, no. It's not of the letter, but rather of the spirit. Because my, me and you, all, we are all spirit. We are born of the spirit. The Lord uh, birthed us in spirit. And therefore, we are not flesh. We only carry the, carry the suit of this flesh. And this spirit that lies within us, it is within the spirit that the grace or the sufficiency power begins to work from. But those who has relied on the latter, the Bible says that the letter kills, but the spirit will give you life. Second Corinthians chapter 3, 4 to 6. And therefore, it is important to realize the place that God has positioned me and you, that the Lord has made us spirits to be able to live on earth here, to obtain the favor of the Father, so that whatever we need will not be in a place of lack, but rather access the treasury of the Father to make life comfortable. So you are not somebody who is supposed to lack. I'll say it again. I am not someone who is supposed to lack. How many of you agree with me with that? Oh, Jesus. If you agree with me, just give me a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up. Amen. Give me a thumbs up. Amen. Hallelujah. That Amen. I'm not supposed to lack. I don't have to lack. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. I don't have to lack. I don't have to live a life of lack. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Amen. Somebody Amen. send a test to me Amen. or a thumbs up or something to let me know that indeed you agree with me. That I'm not supposed Amen. to like. If you know that you are not supposed to like, let me show you. Show me by hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Show me by hand that I'm not supposed to like. Oh, thank you. Uh, I've got one person who says so. Thank you. May you never lack in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am here to let you know the position the Lord has placed you and I. The Bible says that our confidence that we have in this life, it is in God which means that everything that we are supposed to obtain in this life, it is already in God. Hallelujah. It is through Jesus Christ in God that we are made sufficient with all things. And our sufficiency does not rely on us or our ability with the wisdom, the knowledge, understanding of anything that comes from us. But rather our sufficiency is from the Most High God, the Father, who has made us sufficient to be ministers of the new covenant. Who is a minister? Amen. Who is a minister? The one that access the resources of a country to be able to use it, one, to benefit the country, the citizens of the country, and also to glorify the, the country, to make sure that the country is seen in a good light. That is a minister to use the resources of the country to make the citizens 
of the country live a good a good unfortunately mosambre tosca unfortunately <laughs> some of our people does not give us a good example of ministerial duties hallelujah oh. so we see minister of agri and they are making a mess all over the place minister of education and and whatever and they also making mess all over the place minister oh. of transport <laughs> you know what i'm talking about people of god you know what i'm talking about we are not talking of only uh people with a title as pastors or somebody who has ordained plays a, a clerical on your neck to say that no 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 if the bible is talking of ministers he's talking about you he's talking about me we are the scripture puts it this way we are ambassadors for christ yes we are ambassadors for christ if you are an ambassador for Christ, which means that you present Christ in a different terrain or in a different country to project whatever it is uh, in your country, that is the kingdom of God, towards the people out there. So your lifestyle, your, your behavior, your conversation, your tweets, your text messages, your TikToks and everything that you do, I have to mimic or resemble, resemble the, the image of the country which you belong to. Or you are a minister of. Amen. You understand the, the, whole, yeah. the whole scenario? Yes, so yes. if the Bible is saying that we are ministers and we have to walk to the walk in the covenant which is from God, we have to realize that the capacity of our grace lies beyond our physical abilities, but rather taps into the ability of the divine of God, which we can pull the resources from to make sure that the life that we live, men look at us and say that indeed the kingdom of God is a kingdom that I want to associate with. Amen. It's like somebody who is in Nigeria picking up a feet of a walking a couple of days and weeks in the desert carrying a sack of gari at their back and a bottle of water on their neck and their neck and they trek all from nigeria and find a way to go all kinds of ways to get to some place and and then be in a dinghy boat and then risk their life through i'm not talking of only nigeria but i mean i've got a few people that unfortunately i have to mention the country you know that have made that trek and they have made a trek all the way to europe through the high seas without taking the proper means of transportation and they have made it why they are trying to escape a situation they know that this country cannot offer us but there is a country that has got the resources and it's not only in um, in, in africa but in other uh, other parts of the world people are jumping borders people are sneaking through people are jumping on cars people are staying underneath cars so that they can sneak into another country there are all kinds of issues and uh, foolish ways of people to make sure that they escape their strange environment the country that they are in, they, are, they no longer want to represent that country as a minister of that country. But you and I, as sons and daughters of the king, we are ministers of the covenant of God, and we come from the kingdom of heaven. And the Bible and says that our resources does not come from the mere activities of men, but rather the God divine. And he says that we are sufficient in everything. Amen. So you are no longer lacking anything hallelujah amen. how many of you agree with that how many of you agree amen. that the bible says that amen. you are no we longer agree. somebody who is supposed to lack amen mm. we agree 
Let me show you something. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter, chapter 1 verse 3. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. The scripture says this. He says that his divine power has granted to us all things that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him through the knowledge through the knowledge i will say it again i will stress it again the bible says his divine power the power from on high has given to you and i all things oh how many things yes. how many things please respond how many things Oh, oh, second Peter, please. Second Peter, put the scripture down for me, Auntie. Please put the scripture down for me. first. Second Peter, chapter one, verse three. The Bible says so. It says that His divine power has granted to you and me all things that pertains to life and godliness. There are two separate things. The Bible is talking about life. What is life? It is the ability to exist in this cool de sac of God's creation, which is called earth, where we have the ability to breathe, be able to sense our environment, to be able to also contribute positively or maybe negatively in this environment, and to be able to make sure that where he has positioned us, we have a positive change in other people's lives and in the, also the conditions that we are in. And putting that one aside, the Bible says that God has made provision for that and then there's another facet of it which is the godliness aspect which is the kingdom mentality lifestyle where we walk as kingdom citizens where we obtain every substance that we need where we can have everything from the kingdom perspective that is the spiritual dimensions of the grace of God's provision to us which the Bible says he has granted to us all things that pertain to one the life that we live in this earth and to the godliness of God, God's kingdom that we talk about or we are part of. So we are not supposed to lack both in this earth or in the earth to come. Because the Lord, the manifold power of the Lord has granted to you and I both the strength and the sufficiency in this life and the sufficiency in the things of the spirit. And the Bible says that these things can come to pass. First of all, the reasons why we can't get them is because of the knowledge that we don't have enough of him. So point number one, the place where we have the problem, where lack is pre prevailing and insufficiency is having a toll on our life is when we have got very limited knowledge of the one that has called us into his marvelous kingdom. Amen. Yeah. Since through the knowledge of him who has called us into his own glory and excellence, the Bible says that his divine power has granted to us all things that pertains to life and godliness. Amen. There is no place where we should lack anything. Therefore, if there is any sense of luck coming and knocking on your door, remember, ask yourself the question, how much knowledge of God do I have in my mind? Yes. And if you are rich in your spiritual dimension, 
and not rich in your physical dimension, then the composition of the grace granted to us is not in a good equilibrium. Why? Because your spiritual dimension is outweighing your physical dimension. And it shouldn't be so. Whilst the Bible says uh, so that you prosper both in spirit and in your soul. That is what the Apostle Paul said. That I pray for you so that you prosper both in spirit, you may be in good health, and so that, so that your soul also prospers. So the spiritual aspect mm -hmm. of prosperity must affect your physical aspect. So if my physical aspect is not being prospering and my soul is prospering then something isn't working well hallelujah that is why we've got to come to the place of the knowledge of him who has called us into his own glory and excellence amen may the lord help us tonight in the name of jesus christ that any place that there is an insufficiency waging war in your life and you realize that you have done all things and is still prevailing today i pray that may your eyes be open to the place of understanding that the knowledge of the father is of a great importance amen 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 if the divine power has granted to us whatever it is to make us profitable, both in this life and also in the spiritual life, then I pray that anywhere that any of us is lacking, may the Lord open your eyes to see what the issue of that lack is. Amen. The Bible put it this way, for lack of knowledge, my people perish what is that knowledge the knowledge is the place of understanding who he is to you and the position that he has placed you as a minister according to second corinthians 3 4 6 up to 6 he says that we have been made sufficient to be ministers of the covenant what is the covenant? the covenant is the agreement between us and god saying that he will never leave us or forsake us we will never walk in lack or inadequacy he will make sure that we are above and not beneath the covenant says that we are supposed to be ahead and not the tail that covenant says that we are supposed to ride above every storm the covenant says that when we walk in dark in the dark valleys of shadows of death we shouldn't fear any evil the covenant says that we are supposed supposed to be nourishing and flourishing even in this life whatever it is Amen. the covenant says that we are planted by the rivers our our fruit fruit yes. in every season and our leaf must not wither but the covenant right speaks volumes Amen. Amen. for the lack of knowledge of him who has called us into the royal his own pursuit and his excellence <laughs> would would deprive us of this ability for us to walk in that covenant Amen. And so mm. the Bible says that whatever we can obtain, all things that pertains to this life and godliness, it is through the knowledge, the knowledge, the knowledge, the knowledge, the understanding and the comprehension and the application. That's what's called knowledge. Understanding, the comprehension, and also the application of the information of the Godhead towards you. Amen. Mm. Amen. That is the knowledge yes. of the Father. 
you understand mm. who he is hallelujah that he is my source that is why i call him abba father i understand that he is my father and therefore i'm not afraid of any weapon that forms against me Amen. whether an arrow will come to me in the noonday i don't have to fret about whatever comes to me mm -hmm. because i know that i have a father who is capable of protecting me so i Amen. have the knowledge of this great god and he has called me to be a minister of him in this life and Amen. also in the things of the spirit and therefore if i'm a minister he is supposed to provide my needs according to his riches in glory Amen. and so if i'm lacking any good thing then either i don't know Amen. what i'm supposed to access or the father is not doing a good job Amen. So one of us must be lying. Amen. And I bet that it won't be me. <laughs> Will you say that? Amen. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. You see where Amen. the saints are deprived of the opportunities that are uh, that are endless to us. Hallelujah. I was Amen. talking to the Lord today and I was watching some few things and I've been moving up and down and telling, asking God questions and everything and all that huh. and praying and having conversation and everything. And today I, I said to the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, I said, listen, let's do the uh, Gideon situation. You know, he said, the Gideon, he said, I put water in the fleece and let it be on, the, on uh, 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 this fleece that's on the stone. Tomorrow by this time, let there be water in there. And then... Amen. Just to have a sense of confirmation and order, mm -hmm. I was doing that to to the Holy Spirit. I sat in the car, standing at a, at, at a, a parking lot of a shopping center this afternoon. Uh, when I dropped the kids in the school, and I, and I, I was going to pick up some fruits and listen vegetables for them. And I sat down and said, Holy Spirit, if you want me to go and do this project, I want you to give me a trolley with with with. No, I'm not going to take a coin to go and pull the trolley. You need a coin. So I sat in there and I was praying and I kept quiet for a long time. I said, this is the deal we are doing. I need you to give me a trolley that is that has been unlocked, that has got uh, everything in there that I can use without using my phone. And this is how I did. I put my hands on there, sitting behind my steering wheel. And I said, and I didn't say it loud. Listen to me, just in case Satan will hear. To say, ah, and then mm. I'm going to do it quickly so that he feels that the Lord has I, I said it in my head and I prayed it in my head. So I came out, so now let's do it. I came out, I went down there, and I was the, the first trolley I found out that was connected to the stack of trolleys, it was unlocked. Amen. Right. Amen. This afternoon, this afternoon, it was unlocked. Amen. I said, Thank you. Now let's do the second bit because Gideon he did too. So let's do the second bit. I said, now give me a proof that you want me to do this thing as I have asked you. And I said, and I kept quiet. And I began to walk about picking up my fruit, vegetables and things. And, and I was doing it. And when I finished and I was coming out, when I was putting the trolley back in, the next one, I found out that there was something, a, a card, like a card in the trolley. So I picked the card up. I thought it was something I saw. I picked the card up and I turned it around. And the words on the card mm -hmm. said, do it quickly. <laughs> I said, well, okay, I agree. Man. Now give me a third confirmation. Whilst I'm going to take my, my, my shopping out of the trolley and put it in the, in the uh, what you call it, uh, in the boot. 
Whilst I was doing it, the spirit of the Lord, a text message came on my screen and I was reading the text and then I flipped to something on the screen whilst I sat in the car and I still kept quiet because I was holding the phone. I was just, I was just meditating. I was just having a chat with the Holy Spirit. And then he confirmed the third time. People of God, that is the place that the Lord wants us to be. A place Amen. where we can connect with him consistently to be able to yes. execute some stuff that needs to be executed at every Amen. given point of our life because yes. we are Amen. ministers of the new covenant. Amen. So Amen. when we walk in the place of insufficiency, it does not give him glory and excellence as excellent as he is. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So we Preach need God. to make sure that our grounds are covered enough so that we come to the place of the norm. That is why it has been on my heart always praying that every message that I bring to you will be a message to open your eyes. Amen. Towards the knowledge of God. Amen. One, for your calling. Two, for your existence on earth here. And three, for making your life comfortable as a kingdom citizen. Amen. Amen. Yes. My, my main prayers that I will not come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom, where I can come and give you some uh, dimensions of exegesis uh, uh, and all kinds of crazy uh, uh, motivational speeches. And we have all of them. Those of you who have been with me for a couple of years, you know all of me. You, those who have been following me online and everything, or on TikTok, on uh, social medias and other things, you know some of the things that the Lord can bring out of me. You know some of them. You, you, those who have read just one chapter of the second, this second book that is about to come you have read the chapter read it carefully and you will see what what is in there and you will realize how powerful now at first i thought my brain was tired i didn't know that i'm the one that is not exercising it mm. <laughs> hallelujah so when Amen. i began to exercise it the power of god's potency is coming through them and i want you to realize this the people of god the position the lord has placed you it's a position of excellence and the glory of God. And therefore, yes. we must walk in the sufficiency of God mm -hmm. at every given possibility. Amen. Whether in this life yes. or in the spiritual perspective, we need to walk in that dimension. The moment we are lacking in any place of those planes, the, uh, those environments, then we are hitting below our target. Mm -hmm. The Bible says Amen. something in 2 yes. Timothy chapter 3, verse 17. 2 mm. Timothy chapter 3, verse 17 says that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So you and I, if the Bible is talking about a man of God, it's not only me preaching the Bible. No, he's talking mm. about you, the lady of God also. Aren't you a child of mm. God? Amen. Are you not a child of God? Are you not a daughter yes, of the are. King? Are you not a daughter of Zion? Hallelujah. The Bible said that you may be equipped with the fullness of, of God's resources so that you can do every good work. Amen. Amen. Yes. People of God, our sufficiency is not in man, but it is in God. Our sufficiency, it is not in our ability. 
but it is in God. Yes, we need to make a move, take a step, make a decision, do something to connect to that covenant. Every covenant that the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 4 to 6, every covenant must have two parties play or two or more parties at play in it. So if God is having his side, you and I, we must have our side. And one of our side is the knowledge of him that is building ourselves in the most holy faith, getting to the place of an understanding of who the Lord God Almighty is to us. Amen. 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 I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that may he draw you to the place of knowledge of him Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Any revelations of Jesus that you must come to the knowledge of. I pray that may your understanding be open. Can you pray with me for one minute? Amen. Come on. Can you pray with me for one minute? Lift up your voice and declare that Father open my understanding to the place of knowledge of you in the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Open my eyes. Open my understanding. Wherever you are, whatever business you are dealing with, any, any project and anything that you are doing, I'm telling you, people of God, by the message of God, you need to know the mind of God in that project. Whatever project it is, no matter where you are, no matter how, how far you are, including the errors, the mistakes, you need to know the mind of God in all of them. And it comes to the place and it comes to the people who are desired to know you. I desire to know you. Shadda lift up your voice with me. Come on, lift up your voice with me. Let's pray for a moment. Let's pray for a moment. Lift up your voice. And Open my understanding, O Father, to the knowledge of you, O God, to the knowledge of the covenant right I have, to the place of understanding of what you've called me to, to the place of the knowledge of the things that you have given to me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Open our understanding, oh God. Help us, we pray. Holy Spirit, help us to know Him. Help us to know Jesus. 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 We pray the Holy Spirit. Help us to know Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, open our understanding to know Him more. Open our understanding to know the Master. That we will walk in the place of covenant right that will be appropriate appropriate to us and men will God will be glorified uh, men will glorify the father and our heart will be lifted up in praise unto his glorious name we honor you oh God we honor you oh God you are a good king hazundo kanami mosiah alaprande imasudo broska brande shadadado saba antelelebria parolo broski Rapa da bimokandra sirolosa. 
So the devil has used the lack of knowledge of God and the, the, the lack of delight even in the eyes of the children of God, the desire to know God for themselves. That lack has plagued us all in a long and a very powerful way. And tonight, my desire is that this prayer will be a path that will lead us to the place of desiring to know God. Your first thing that you want to come out of bed with is that, Lord, help me to know you more today. Amen. <laughs> Can you imagine if that is your prayer for the first thing in the morning? Not asking for the sister who is only owing you some couple of uh, uh, a couple of um, uh, uh, cities or a couple of pounds, you know. But rather, your desire is the Father. I want to know you. I want give me much knowledge of you today. Amen. Everything I'm doing, help me to see Jesus Christ in every one of them. Help me to know you, Holy Spirit, in every one of them. I am so for. I'm so sure that God will not blind our eyes to the place where He Amen. wants to reveal himself to us because he wants us to know him and the bible says that the more knowledge we have of him the more we are able to use the power of his divine resources that he has granted it is not something that we actually even went to ask for it no he literally has granted it to us according to second uh, peter 1 3 he said that he has granted his divine power has granted to us all things I'll say it again. His divine power has granted to you and to me all things that pertain to this life and also to the things of the spiritual, which is godliness. Amen. And this comes in the knowledge of him who has called us. Did you call yourself? No. 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 For anyone that comes into the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says that Amen. the person must be called of God. Amen. Which means that mm. I didn't call myself. The Spirit Amen. of God placed upon my heart to open my heart to the possibility of me being in need of a new covenant that needs to be connected according to 2 Corinthians 3, 4, to connect to that covenant, to become a child of God and a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. This covenant gave me the right to walk in that divine power that has been granted to me. Do you mm. understand the whole thing that yeah. I'm trying to talk about? Yes. So yeah. if there is insufficiency playing in my field of zone of acceptance, what it is is that, do I know him? That must be my first question. How much knowledge do I have about Jesus? How much knowledge do I have about God? How much do I have knowledge about the Holy Spirit? How much knowledge do I have about him? And the second thing that I think that I have to read the scriptures to you so that you understand the necessity of this thing also, because there are so many facets that we can help, the Lord can use to help us to know him. The second one I want to deal with 
is this one that I'm going to talk from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. Borotam Basia. The Bible says that the point is this that whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one Amen. must eat as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under any form of compulsion. But God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. And God is able, it continues to say that God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Amen. So that having all sufficiency in all things, how many things? Few things? Oh, oh, oh. oh some all things. things? All things. Oh, only, only in the issues of your marriage? All things. All things that you may abound in every good work. That's the word of God. It's here. The Bible is the Bible is, is in front of me. I'm reading for you to hear. That's the scripture that the word of the Lord says that to this point, this is whoever sows sparingly. The Bible says that you will reap sparingly. You reap sparingly. You reap what you sow. Yes. Anyone, let me tell you something with God's principle of sowing. The principle of God's sowing as a child of God, or the principle of God's creation. Is this everything that must happen in this life? An effort must be in place. So God wanted a fellowship with man, not only with angels, not only with his son, not only with the Holy Spirit. And so the Bible says in Genesis that he created man in his own image. So me and you, we came out of that, that relationship. Mm -hmm. So that he did his point, now it is to us, our point to also show him the seed that he showed he sowed on the ground. That's the relationship. And so when Adam sinned, and the Bible says that they came short of the glory of God, the Bible says they ran out of the garden, or they, they kind of hid themselves out of the sight of God. So when God, the Bible says, when God came into the garden in the cool of the day, he could not find Adam where he was. Why? Because God wanted something called kononia. That is a relationship. That is fellowship. God wanted that relationship facet to be built up. And he had done his bit. But Adam had sinned. And so he had chickened out, hiding himself away from the relationship covenant that he needed to play his bit. So God began to ask the question, Adam, where are you? This is a, a bit, a bit, a very big, broad topic. If we want to deal with it, it will take us about one full week, uh, every one, uh, one hour a day for us to deal with that topic. Adam, where are you? Where are you? Why would God ask the man that he placed in the garden? So you mean God who mm -hmm. created the garden? Don't mm -hmm. know the dimension of the garden? 
the one who planted every tree including the rivers in the garden according yeah. to the bible with the fruits and everything the bible said that there were all kinds of fruits in there and the 12 kinds of fruit and every month there was a different kind of fruit that yields within the garden the lord said that even there's a fruit in, in the middle of the garden do not touch that fruit why would god so you mean that if adam was hiding god didn't know where he was but God was still asking Adam, where are you? He did not want to infringe of his covenant position and covenant right, but he wanted man to come to the place of realization that I expected you to play your part. So every child of God, one of the things that comes into our life whenever we are walking in the place of luck is this, that when you come to the place and realize that, ha, I have a bit of knowledge of him or my knowledge of him is not strong enough. I begin to seek for more. The Lord will help you to know. Secondly, if you realize that your place of sowing, it is not enough. Remember, there is not enough also available for you to reap at the end of the season when the harvest times comes. And so the scripture says to, to this point, whoever is sowing, whatever measure that you sow, it says the same measure shall be meted back to you. Hallelujah. So if you sow more, he says that you will reap more. And if you sow less, you will reap less. And each one of you must make a decision. He used that statement. A decision in your heart. Don't tell it. Don't come and broadcast it on the radio. Don't go and share it on the rooftops to tell everybody in the trotter that, listen, I went and sold $10 million in the account of Reverend McCarthy. <laughs> I, I don't mind to have it. You go announce it. I'll be so happy. <laughs> but God won't be happy with you. Hallelujah. He said that may you decide that in your heart. Let it be a matter of you with you. Because the covenant position must not be in the position of coercion. Uh -huh. If I'm having a covenant agreement with you, it must not be agreement, a lopsided agreement, forcing you to bring one city, for me to bring, you are bringing one city, and you want me to bring 10 cities, and then we go into agreement. That's not a fair covenant. Uh -uh. It is not. But he wants us to take an ownership position to be able to decide how much I want to take a stake in this matter. This sowing thing is not money. I will tell you, mm -hmm. this sowing thing is not money. Can you imagine mm -hmm. a pastor telling you that sowing is not money? Mm -hmm. I'll tell true. you the truth. Mm -hmm. When the Bible demands that we have to sow, he is not talking about cash. No. Mm -hmm. He is talking about you. He is talking about life. He's talking about your time. He's talking about your frame. He's talking about your mode. The book of Job speaks it this way. When we're talking about time, the other way, the other day, the time of life of a man is his wealth. So it is my time to go work nine to five or 10 to six in the morning Staying all night, leaving my beautiful wife in the bed, and I'll go out there to go and work all night. Come home in the morning, and I can't get her. She's gone to work also. And then the time she's coming back, I am sleeping or preparing to come and preach or something, and I have to get myself ready, go back again. So you can see. 
So literally, my wealth of being able to make anything profitable with this life is using it to make money. So usually, we use money as an equivalent to our life. That is why usually people use cash as a way of sowing as a seed in the sight of God. But God is not asking us to sow cash. Okay. But if you want to quantify your life in that frame, he is able to accept that. Mm. Uh, this one is a little bit deep. I don't know how to go about it and speak it within the shortest possible. <laughs> Because it's already opening a lot of things in my, my spirit now to talk about, to talk about sowing a seed, to talk about the time of sowing, to talk about the types of sowing, to talk about the place of sowing, to talk about, uh, it's, it's a lot of things, but you stay with me, please. You stay with me. I will teach you the truth. Hallelujah. I'll make sure Amen. that by the grace of God, a year or two years from now, when you pick up the Bible and you read the scriptures, you become alive. Literally, like your life, your eyes yes. are lighted with flames. And men look at Amen. you and nothing shakes you and nothing brings you down because you, you, you have passed through the stages yes. of the knowledge of the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. And so he says this. That when we are coming to him, we have to sow. We have to sow. And sowing this thing, what we have to realize is this. That anyone that sows, the Lord is the one that reigns upon it. Amen. Yes. If you sow, it is God that will pour his rain upon it. So Amen. if you're as somebody who is sowing a seed of discords between a brother and a, sis a sister, if you are mm. the one that is sowing a seed of trouble like complaint, you see, sowing is not money alone, only okay? Mm -hmm. You can sow love, you can sow peace, you can sow joy, you mm. can sow tranquility, you can sow financial blessings, you can sow hatred, you can sow disadvantage. Everything mm -hmm. you sow, the Lord will rain mm. upon it, I'm telling you. Let's open to Isaiah 55, verse 10. The Bible says that as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return, but whatever it is on earth here, it waters it, making it to spring out and bring forth, giving seed to the sower. So what did you put on the ground? Hmm. The Bible did not specify anything but rather he says that every seed that the sower put in the ground surely the rain is falling upon mm. and at the same time the ones that is eater like the hearer the one that goes there and says, hey they're the echoes walk we want to you know the gossipers the mm -hmm. people please he says that all of those people they also get their share according to isaiah 55 verse 10 Verse 11 says this. It says that, so shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. Hallelujah. So you see, Amen. we are talking about rain. Now the Lord has turned the words, the thing into his words. 
So you see that your sowing may not be in a physical activity in terms of like sowing a seed of a grain of corn or something, but your actions, your attitude, your lifestyle, your conversation, your demeanor, your relationship, your, your respect, the value that you value with men, the way you take the church for, the way you take your man of God for, all of those things comes into play. So, so shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. So the mouth, the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord becomes the rain. The word of the Lord becomes the water. The word of the Lord becomes the environment that facilitates the growth of whatever has been sown in the soils of our lives. Amen. Wow, amen. People of God, the men, I apologize on behalf of all the pastors. I really do apologize. <laughs> Seriously, I really do apologize. How many of you have heard this statement before mm. in church? It only comes to us when they are taking offerings, true or false? Offering. Yes. True. Yes, please. True. Yes. Money. Thank Money. you. I, have, I do apologize on our behalf. I do apologize because, listen to me, this thing, I learned it from one of, our, one of my spiritual fathers. He said, I will never talk about money. I will never even take offering. If you want to take, if you want, if you come, you want to give to the Lord, don't even come and tell me. And yet he, he was so rich in millions. He was so rich. He was one of the richest pastors in the world. He's passed on. Unfortunately, he's passed on. Two of them, one of these spiritual fathers, he owned a, he owned a jet that could carry food to countries. He, he, he could hire a ship. Dr. Lester Samra could hire a ship and Kellogg's, Kellogg's conflicts could load the ship full of conflicts for free because of the grace of God upon his life. Said, so take it, it's yours for free. Blankets mm -hmm. of what? Amen. Full of, there was a plane, they call it Hercules. It was a, a, a transport plane. And this man could access money to that effect and fill the plane with, with food resources, blanket, everything, to go to countries where wars were going on. People were deprived of life and people were dying of hunger, children, all that. All because of this knowledge. And you know how? He said the Lord told him and showed him how to come out of his insufficiency. So now you have the knowledge of me. The next thing is sowing. And I, the Lord, will speak Isaiah 55 verse 10 upon it for you. Amen. So now he began to sow relationship. He began to sow acquaintanceship. He began to sow love. He began to sow money. He began to sow time. He began to sow prayer. He began to sow all kinds of things. And then when the need arise, and the Lord spoke to him and said, listen, I need you to go and feed these people for me. He said, Lord, how am I going to do it? He said, is that your job? Listen, the Lord hmm. spoke to him, go to this country, go and feed the people of the Polish, the Polish people, and go make sure that every, every child that is cold out there, they get a blanket and food. He said, Lord, how am I going to do this? And the Lord said to him that, are you the one going to do it? I said, are you prepared to do it for me? He said, okay, 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 I agree. I will. The next day, phone calls starts coming in from nowhere. Strangers, everybody. Ah, I'm going to give this. Hey, man of God, have you got any project coming on? <laughs> Can you imagine? Somebody calling you. 
like one of my brothers on a platform called me some time ago. You see my lighting here? It was one of the brothers on the platform. He called me and said, man of God, do you want anything to do? Have you got any project on your hand? I said, man of God, I need some lighting. So how many do you want? I said, I want this quantity. And he said, okay, how much is it? I said, well, this is how much each one costs. He paid for four. Straight. Amen. He paid for four. And we've got light. I've got light here. Hallelujah. Amen. People Amen. of God. The Lord is waiting for us to sow our time. And your time, you can quantify it in any aspect of importance that you know for sure that is great, is of a great need to us. And the Lord will use it to benefit you. Unfortunately, we have gone beyond our time. People of God, I wanted to teach you a lot of things. How to come out of insufficiency. How to become more sufficient. Because the Bible says that such is the confidence that we have in Christ Jesus towards God. That Amen. not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as though we are making it by ourselves. But rather our sufficiency is from God who has made Amen. us sufficient in all things to be ministers of the new covenant not of the letter but of the spirit hallelujah because Amen. the spirit gives life but the letter can kill us so when we want to walk in the capacity of understanding of this covenant or exhibiting this covenant one thing that we have to realize is this that the the power to make us sufficient in all things second peter one says that the lord has granted them to us in two dimensions one in the things of the spirit and two in the things of godliness which is the spirit which is through the knowledge of him so the more you know him the more you have the ability to access the treasury of him and this access can help you physically and it can help you spiritually and this thing is to make sure that you walk in the glory and the excellence of God hallelujah and one thing also we can do is to realize our position to give off our life back to him and our life Amen. is in a way of sowing it as a seed and the seed must not come as a grudging situation so when a woman of God wants to come on the platform to come and hear the word of the Lord oh my bro are we going back to church today oh yesterday we prayed didn't we why should we tune in today my dear I'm tired oh why uh, but and then it, it hits you that oh i'm only even turning in well, well, let me tune in and let me sleep uh, after, at the end of the day they will, see, they will see that i'm on the platform uh, and then the word no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <have> mercy <laughs> oh, have mercy Amen, man. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah let me say this Amen. for you to hear. Jesus Amen. said, and this was the statement of Amen. Jesus in Mark chapter 10, verse 29. He said, it's truly I say to you, there's no one who has left a house or a brother, a sister or a mother, a father or children or land or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time now in this time, houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, and children and lands with, with, with persecutions and in the ages to come, eternal life. So whichever way the facet may be, Jesus is saying in Mark chapter 10, that whatever man does for the sake of the gospel, he says that you will receive 
a hundredfold, no matter what, whether things are hard, difficult, strange. So when we want to walk in sufficiency, remember these things that we have learned today. Amen. Amen. Hmm. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. If these words that we are teaching, the Spirit of God is teaching us today, if these words um, is having any sense of resonating, uh, resonate with you or it can have a sense of understanding with you, I pray that may your heart be open to them so that Amen. you begin to think about the knowledge of God as Amen. the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the knowledge Amen. of the kingdom of God, and also your aspect of your bit of the sowing because you are a minister Amen. of the new covenant. So your aspect must be a communicated towards that bit where God is glorified, knowing that he is doing his bit. He says that we sow the seed and he will rain upon it. And he says that the rain will come like his words, which comes Amen. out of his mouth. It shall not return to him uh, empty, but rather right. it shall accomplish that which he has purpose and it shall succeed in the thing for which it sent it. So whatever Amen. you sow, the Bible says that there is of a surety that you will reap. So if you are sowing money and your time found out that money was what you could use to sow at that time, and he is blessing you with long life and good health and vitality, Amen. and cash is not coming. Don't say that you have not received the reward of it. So you see, that is one thing that the church is being deceived of or being denied of the knowledge of it, that thinking that if I give one, one pound, I'm going to get 10,000 pounds. So I'm going so and I'm waiting, Lord, 10,000 pounds. And then an accident was coming. Mm. Hmm. And the devil think. had planned that oh. you will have a face-to-face, a head-on collusion with a, with a truck hmm. that was loading, that had loaded yam from, from Tamale or Boligatanga and has come to all the way to Accra. And he's descending some. Oh Lord. Amen. Amen. And then yes. the Lord looks at it Amen. and stops you and pull you over. And you decide to go and buy a banana. And then you pulled over. And the truck came and passed you. And then you bought your banana, sat in the car, and went home. And then you read, Oh, I don't even need it. I don't need banana. Anyway, no worry. We will have it some other time. You think that you were waiting for money. And mm. so you sold money, and the money mm -hmm. didn't come, and your heart is broken, and you are thinking that the word wow. of the Lord is not true. Preach, but listen, preach. what preach. God was waiting mm. for you to use your life to do was to use that moment. The money that you sold was your life that you Amen. bought. Amen. Wow. You bought your life out. And so salvation has brought to you and the Lord has given you more than 10,000 pounds that mm. can you mm. imagine? Wow. Amen. That, Amen. That now your yeah. legs are chopped off. You can't travel anywhere and you are lying, you are bedridden. How can you use 10,000 pounds to take care of your life? Hmm. Your bill alone, maybe a month alone will take care of that 10,000 pounds. Hmm. So what about tomorrow? So, people of God, when we are sowing, let mm. us not limit God on one point, thinking that, oh, I have sown time, so I'm waiting for time to be reaped. I'm, I've sown money, so I'm waiting for money to mm. be, come out. Listen, I understand the principle here, that whatever one sows, the same shall he reap. But when mm. we are talking about it, it is about life. Mm. 
-hmm. It's about the frame that we have. The Bible uses it. We thought about it. It's our frame. The day we were born and the day we will pass away. Mm -hmm. That is called your frame. That is your time. When you are able to maximize that thing, it is based on how much sowings that you have given. Amen. Amen. If you have sown anything anywhere and nothing profitable physically is coming out of it, I'm using the word profitable, <laughs> but if nothing is physically coming the way you expect, don't, don't narrow God on only cash. Amen. Please, don't narrow God on only time. Don't narrow God on it. He can save the little you sold can save somebody out there that could have affected you with some business deal. But you sold 10 cities here. Mm. And that was your time, okay? And that was what mm. you could have. Nobody forced you, but you chose to give that. And Amen. then the person who was supposed to open a new covenant or the new uh, contract for you, the person chose that. Oh, and then my brother, I'm, I've got to leave. I'm going home. And the person, oh, this letter, oh, I'll deal with it tomorrow tomorrow sickness will hit him he's not coming to work to sign it and the Amen. lord forces him so oh let me look at this for the last time and then i go oh uh -huh. this one is important let me sign and then they sign it for you you saw 10 cities somewhere and the lord has mm -hmm. signed you multi-million amen amen so if we want to walk in sufficiency according to the grace that has been granted unto us by the power of god that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him we must practice sowing as well and sowing we've got to mm. sow our life Amen. Amen. hallelujah from today Amen. i don't know what you're going to do and i'm not saying i don't sow money too it is important <laughs> <laughs> but hey let it come from your heart that's what the scripture says mm. there. amen let it come from your heart let it not be something that is forcing someone. That is why I don't force anybody in here. Here, I don't force anybody. I will never force you. God forbid that I force you because there will never be a blessing in what you have been forced to sow. It won't, it won't, mm. work. It won't work. Literally, force is against your human right and your spiritual position. If I come in here and force you say, oh, so you have to give them to Are you sitting there? Don't you come and then use the scripture. Because actually, it's, it's, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm stealing from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I use the Bible, quote the scriptures, and I use it to, use, to, to create a situation for your emotion to be hyped out, and you feel guilty of yourself, and you don't, you don't know what to do, my dear, I have stolen your right with the, with the Bible. Mm -hmm. And the Lord will never bless it. That's why mm -hmm. people have sown and they've never seen it. A woman of a friend, a friend, a lady said that when I'm going to church, I must make sure I've done all my shopping and left with only my car, my, 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 my money for transportation. And I make sure that I tie it at the hem of my garment before I enter the church. Hey. So when I'm in the church, I only have my shopping sitting in my bag next to me. And so whatever they say, I don't have the money anyway. I can't come and put tomato in the basket. Oh. And so I don't have. <laughs> Yeah, because mm -hmm. the way they make they will make you feel mm -hmm. you will feel yeah. so disappointed, not even having have a CD or a penny to sow or yeah. to put in the offering basket. So your heart gets broken and you are there, and you are feeling so guilty. But you shouldn't, it shouldn't be so. It should not be so. Mm -hmm. The sufficiency of God 
does not deprive somebody from their rightful position to have their right to decide mm. in their heart what they want to do for the kingdom of God to progress, including God. He can't force any of us against our will. If yes. not, everybody will be a Christian. Yes, mm. yes or no? Which one, which one is more powerful? Yeah. The salvation of a soul of a man or making somebody a millionaire? Which one is more powerful? Salvation. Thank you. Salvation. But do you, have you ever seen God forcing somebody, hey, you have to come to me. He reveals himself to you by his spirit. And if you make the choice to say that, yes, Lord, then he turns around and embraces you. Mm -hmm. That is why people have the right to say, I don't believe in God. One brother told, I was sharing Christ with him. And he said to me, oh, I don't believe him. And I said, continue. And the brother is dying, literally dying. <laughs> and he is dying of, of prostate cancer. And he has been in the hospital. Christmas, he was in the hospital. And I said, brother, do you mind? Let me pray for you. He said, no, 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 no. I don't want to pray for you. I said, listen, you, 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 are, you, you can see that you are mm -hmm. perishing, you know? I say, yes, I, I prefer the doctors. And I said, listen, who gave the doctors the knowledge? The Lord can help you. I said, no, I don't even believe him. Okay. I said, well, I can't do anything about it. The best I can do is, Lord, have mercy on him and reveal yeah. yourself to him. That's the yeah. best prayer I can pray. For, for his healing, he wants to die with it. Today, 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 today. I still came to him. I said, brother, do you, do you want to consider what I just told you? What I told you last week? He said, no, 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 no. No, no, I'm going home. I don't want to talk about this thing. I'm not religious. And I'm saying, I'm not talking of religion. I'm talking of your life. I'm talking of your life. I'm talking about you allowing Christ to be part of your life. And then he takes care of all the inadequacies in your life. And from here going, you will see the change. If you are willing, I can help you in five minutes. You don't give me much of your time. All that I need of your time is five minutes and that'll be more than enough. God doesn't, don't need more than five minutes. You just say yes and let's see what will happen this moment. He says, no, I prefer to go to the hospital. I said, all right. And I left him. I'm not preparing for funeral. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's the truth. Yeah, hallelujah. Amen. The doctors have realized that they can't do anything about it, and the brother is suffering. And I said, What do you lose if you say, Lord, help me? What do you lose? So you let your ego be in the place of your life to destroy your life, and you're walking in poverty of health. God is capable of helping. So you just try him for once. If he doesn't come through, say that he does not exist. You know, I just wanted him to just see what, just for once. After the prayer, I just wanted to see, for him to see. I said, when I finish prayer, if he had allowed me to do that. And after that, I said, after this, if you don't want to believe God again, at least you will see the difference. But he still didn't want me to. So I couldn't do much about it. And I left it. Jesus never forced anybody. He asked them, follow me. And he said, yes, we will follow you. 
Some of them said that the words are too hard and they were turning, so we can't follow you. Why? Because the frame of their life, that is their time. They were using it to sow as a seed to get to the knowledge of him. So the kingdom activity, Jesus was teaching them. So they used their life as a way of connecting to the covenant right so that they can benefit for the, from the knowledge of the kingdom perspective <laughs> so that they can walk in the abundance, which is the reign of God, which is the word of God in Isaiah 55. 11 but some of them says that your words are too hard and they left and where did they go they were going perishing and others say that we will stay because you are the one that has eternal life your words are eternal life they can nourish and bless souls so we prefer to stay with you hallelujah so people of god today the lord sent me to show you how to come out of insufficiency how to come out of insufficiency and today, by the grace of God, I hope that the Holy Spirit has communicated to us enough the knowledge of his will. I've spent a lot of time to be able to express this thing. From today, let's pray that the Lord will help us to sow our time, our life, our resources for the purpose of the knowledge of the kingdom of God so that the covenant right will work with us. Let's pray. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word, Holy Spirit. We thank you for the revelations of this word. We thank you for preparing it and making it stronger and more understanding and clearer to our heart. We pray that help us to walk in the wisdom and the knowledge of the word and help us to be able to sow our life to the master so that whatever he has granted to us according to his divine power, the all-sufficiency of God for us to walk in all godliness in this life and in that of, uh, of, of, of it to come, we pray that help us to be able to achieve this in the mighty name of Jesus. We honor you, we bless you for all those who are listening to us live on radio and all place and any platform that they are listening to us, may they be blessed with this word. In the name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Thank you through Amen. Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.